I do? I came up with two names and she shot them both down. Like, that's not having a daughter. If I have a daughter and she doesn't take my name, I'm just going to call it Baby. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. I don't think I'm quite familiar with that phrase. I'll explain, and I'll use small words so that you'll be sure to understand, you warthog-faced buffoon. Go ahead. Make my day. I make this look good. You are now listening to the Nothing But Real Reviews and More podcast. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. Hi guys, welcome to another edition of the Nothing But Real Reviews and More podcast. I'm hosting today. I'm Shlee McNeil, the other McNeil. Um, joining me are my good friends, the usual host, Mike Lucas. Hello. My, my um, what are you? My husband, Matt. <laughs> Say Hi. <laughs> What are you? What are you? Who's who that are guy? you? I'm, I'm just the guy who lives with you. It's fine. <laughs> and of course, Aaron. Hello. We have a very, what I think is a really good review coming at you. I liked this movie a lot. We're reviewing Memento today. But before we get to that, we have DVDs coming to theater. There you go. Yep, there you go. She did it right, at least. So. Uh, I did it the mic way. Yeah. <laughs> we have Which, a gem of the week right. and the usual banter so that's fun the usual yeah, banter I, I hope yeah. you know because you're hosting i i'm going to hold you to a much higher standard than we hold mike oh which is none at all <laughs> <laughs> well i'm not really good on my feet with puns and really bad jokes oh, no, so. I'll, I'll be here for that okay so. good that's good. his only contribution i yeah. didn't watch the movie he's just here to <laughs> insert dumb jokes yep. oh my gosh. i will catch you when you make a, a slip up and i'll be like ha in he'll, your he'll correct face. you when you <laughs> yeah. pronounce actors' names, but he'll correct you incorrectly yep. and say it wrong. So, mm-hmm. man, I would I, expect nothing else. <laughs> I'm sure our listeners are just overjoyed that we're back. Oh, I know. Yeah. After, I hope yes. so. After Can we address hiatus? that? Yeah. A three-week hiatus, and we only come back with one episode, not even two full episodes <laughs> this week. <laughs> it's been a heck of a week for everybody involved. Yeah. We had to scrape together four of us to get to here to do this one. So. Yeah. And only so. three of us watched the movie. Right. <laughs> Mike? Because, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let me... <laughs> Just this movie's harder to find than Joe Dirt. <laughs> yes, for re- yeah. And thank you for bringing that up. But I not on uh, Amazon Prime, which uh, like or Amazon Video at all. So I couldn't buy it or rent it from Amazon. It's not on Redbox. Uh, it's not on uh, Netflix or HBO Go. And I forgot to mention this. I went to CD Trade Post. There was only one in the Omaha uh, Council Bluffs area, and it was in Council Bluffs. And I was like. No, thank you. Yeah, I was wondering, because uh, as soon as you said CD Trade Post, I'm like, didn't they both close? I didn't know there no. was still one in Council Bluffs. Cause there's there's the, one still in Omaha, too. Where? Yeah. On Over 80th... on 84th and Giles? Yeah, and actually there's one at 144th and... Uh, so don't get out that far. Center. No, that one's gone. No, no, you know. I, I was, I was just, I was just by there yesterday. When did it, mo- when did it close? I, was I don't like know. A month ago. But I was, I was just down that way because wow. I was at Zerinsky Lake yesterday. I am personally keeping the one on eighty fourth right. in business, so <laughs> that'll be there for a while. Didn't you say, yeah, your copy of Memento has somebody else's yep, name on I it? I got it there. <laughs> That's funny as heck. Oh, sorry. <laughs> don't be sorry. Um, yeah, Mike was in Europe for three weeks. Right, so we, we couldn't really... Total nerd. Yeah, we couldn't really continue the show without me. Well, That's true. Well, I mean, it's your house. No, I mean, <laughs> not like you couldn't go on without me, but I don't know if anyone knows how to push the buttons correctly. Yeah, just, I, mean, I mean, it just would have been good. Right. <laughs> right. We don't I think want I that. Pushed the but, you know, right. the, the two of us were in Wisconsin for a week, so oh. it, it would have been bad. Yeah. So for at fun, least for a week. Fun trips all around. 
Yeah, yeah, I don't know about fun. Yeah. Well, I'm just kidding. It was fine. Because yeah, you're a Vikings fan and whatnot. Yeah. There were so many cows. It was incredible. There's what? Cows in Wisconsin? Yeah. Cheese? To make the... Never mind. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so... That went over my head, too, to be fair. I did not find a list of movies coming to theaters Hang or on. DVDs. Did we pause? I unpaused it. Okay. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so, DVDs coming out this week, I know for a fact, or at least Batman v Superman and um, Demolition with Jake Gyllenhaal. Those are the two big ones that I remember. Are there any, you know, since we've, we've had such a long time off, have we missed anything big? Y- not big, but worthwhile. Uh, my Gem of the Week Dory. came out on DVD while you were away, so I'll mention that in that section. Okay. But, um, there were some... I don't remember anything big coming out on DVD in the past three weeks, to be honest. Didn't didn't Zootopia come out? Oh, oh God. Yeah. That was a little bit ago, though. Yeah, Diverg- one of the Divergent movies. I don't know which one they're on by now, but one of those came out. Eight million? I don't think it's that high. Divergent eight million? that's pretty close. <laughs> what, it doesn't matter. They're all Twilight. Like, Are they? Yes. Twilight. What's the other one with uh, J-Law? Um, Twilight. Hun- Hunger Games. Hunger what? Games, yeah. Twilight. It's that's Twilight. No, that's with Kristen. They're both Stewart. Twilight, Mike. <laughs> Listen, it's young adult. Any it's crappy Twilight. YA novel adaption is Twilight. I mean, all right, I guess. I'm so, so confused. And I have no idea what's coming out in theaters. To be honest, me neither. I have a list of things opening on 7:22. Is that? Yeah, that'll, that'll be this week. Yep. Okay. Um, but yeah, so yeah, go ahead and read them. All right, we have "Don't Worry, Baby," "Ice Age Collision Course." Oh, God. I didn't know they were making yeah, another I was about one to say, of those. We're making fun of another uh, Divergent series, but come on. How many Ice Ages have there been? Uh, too many. Way okay. too many. Oh, my goodness. Is Ray Romano even in this one? Probably not. Um, well, I'm sure they wouldn't make it without him. Well, let's uh, see. Yes, Neil deGrasse is. Tyson is. Yeah. Weird. Oh, go away, Ad. Adam, Adam, is it Divine? He's from Omaha. Is fun he fact. really? Yeah. Is he? Fun fact of the day. Oh, Nick Offerman is in it? Ron Swanson's in it, you guys. Swan Ronson. <laughs> That's right. Uh, there's a new Star Trek coming out, Star Trek Beyond. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm not. I uh, didn't know that I'm was not happening excited, But people are. <laughs> well, okay. I guess that's what we're doing here. No, I mean, I'm excited in the sense that I love the first J.J. Uh, Abrams Star Trek, and I'm keeping that going for these other two. Like, even the yeah. second one wasn't good. There yeah, wasn't the second great. one ruined it even for most Star Trek fans right. were yeah. angry at the decisions they made and yeah. the character the second progressions. One, and the one who had Khan. Yes. Yeah. The See, second, I liked yeah. that one. And the you one where they made the emotionless Spock have all sorts of emotions. Yeah, and but you just said that wrong. It's <laughs> Khan! <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> Good to be back. <laughs> <laughs> right. Has um, anybody seen Ghostbusters yet? No. Can I drop a hell no? Right. <laughs> you got, have you I read any of the terrible reviews? Uh, I have. It's so fun to read. What are they saying? It's bad about it. Uh, that it's just unnecessary. Yeah, it, it, they said it's just like a normal. What's the guy's name? Paul Freig. That's directing it. Freig. He did the Bridesmaid that. movie, and the, mm. he does all those kind of raunchy comedies. He said it's like that, but you just slap Ghostbusters on it, yeah. where it's just the comedy is. Nothing to Not do necessarily even tied to the Ghostbusters. That's and just kinda, unfortunate. Hmm. And it's, uh, the, I don't know the word you use, where it's like making fun of itself and it's meta. 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 Everybody says it's too meta where they're they're talking about, uh, like they, they have jokes in there about the YouTube hate 
for the trailers. Oh, that's it's, funny. It's Seriously? talking about, about itself as it's. That's so, kind of funny. And but they just it, said it might the, be too much. Yeah. You know the characters I mean? are just not likable characters, I yeah. guess. The, the movie's like its own inside joke is what I hear right now. Right. <laughs> the Which, consensus that I've heard is that it wasn't as bad as the trailers made it look, but it was still pretty bad. Yeah. I'll and probably that, like it. I, I think the coolest thing about the YouTube thing is how quick of a time did they turn that? You know what I mean? Like, I think the coolest thing about South Park is they write every episode within a week of stuff happening, so... I just think that's cool in itself. Yeah. I mean, people aren't seeing it at the rate I'm sure they hoped they would, but people are seeing it, so right. they're making money. Yeah. Um, yeah. Guess what comes out on the 25th, though? Oh, I saw. The Killing Joke. Yes. Yep. They're, they're so doing exciting. a limited release in Omaha in the Ooh, theater. Who are they? I was, I was online to buy tickets, but then I realized I had prior engagements on that date. Monday well, the 25th. If, you wanna, if you're looking for tickets for The Killing Joke, they're playing it in theaters. Nice, because I didn't know that we were one of the cities that were getting that yep. uh, limited release. So I, was, I know what I'm going to be doing that Monday. I <laughs> sure wish I was. I'll that let you know childish. how awesome it is. So y'all ready for movies coming to DVD this week? Yeah. Okay. Anything other than Batman and Anything Demolition? other than Batman. Yeah. Um, Demolition comes out. Jake Gyllenhaal. Is it Gyllenhaal? Whatever. It's Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. Okay. We've been doing it wrong this entire time. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't see. Oh, Hardcore Henry. Oh, uh, there comes you go, out. Matt. Yeah, we you can, can do watch that. It and let us know how bad it is. Uh, Excuse me for a minute while I go vomit. <laughs> Oh, Whatever, because it's motion uh, sickness. Keanu right. comes out on DVD in early August. Well, that's right. not yeah. <laughs> this That's week, not this week. You're getting a little ahead of the game there, I just Slee. keep scrolling until I <laughs> see something I recognize. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. So not a whole lot. No, not well, at all. Back to movie news and uh, overreacting to news and trailers. What's up? So we had our overreaction day for the Star Wars Rogue One about all the reshoots. Oh, my God. And now we're going to swing. I'm at least going to swing the entire opposite direction and be excited again because they released for the Star Wars what was it, Star Wars Celebration or whatever in Europe. Uh-huh. They sure. released behind-the-scenes footage, uh, a long video showing, and it looks good. Well, I I told you. Unless, like they, unless they ruined what... what he was doing with it it looks like they did a war like there there are troops rebel troops in trenches and like like a war movie not well that's what it is i sure hope hope they just don't don't dilute it too much they're not going to i and i told you like after like almost a not quite a week after we had that rant on our show uh that most of those rumors that you were talking about are false anyway so we'll see. Jill I still th- if they're trying to make it to the same tone, we'll see. I just want to get your attention. Nine point five. Yeah. It'll probably be. No. <laughs> no. I I'm just worried that th- it's gonna be diluted too much. Mm-hmm. And even even for like fan appreciation, they might just be like, Hey, check this out. We cut all this out of the movie. Right. Look at this. Nah, you know what I mean? They could won't have, do it, that. Could have, it could very well have been like uh, stuff that they they have no use for yeah, like anymore. Crisis control. Right. Like, whoops. All this bad. Let's let's get rid of that uh, bad recognition. All right. the bad rumors and show but this to them. So I, I am still excited. And uh, I was thinking about this the other day. Uh, or sorry, did we have any more about the Star Wars thing nope. you wanted to talk about? No, nope, move on. Um, what is the movie with? It's the. The Batman one coming out. Batman um, v Superman. No, Suicide Squad. Oh, that's not okay. Go ahead. It's a Batman movie. <laughs> kind of. Not really at all. I mean, Batman's in it. Yeah. <laughs> Point proven. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I'm excited for that again. 
I've been excited of for that. Trailers and okay. reshoots. I was never not excited. Oh, I was. The first trailer was awful. Bad. Terrible. Bad. I'm very whatever I'm about still Suicide iffy Squad about personally. Yeah. Yeah. I have to I guess I'll hold out judgment until I see it because I'm worried about what the Joker's going to be. I think he'll be different enough and I think it'll be a good different I, I, I like that it's going to be different. I don't know if it's going to be likable uh, uh, different. Yeah. I hear uh, Leto didn't uh, cross a, a few lines, uh, like messing with his castmates because he's tried staying in character. Like he would leave um, used condoms. Yeah, I heard that too. On like people's door handles and, and stuff. Like dead Aww. animals. Yeah. yeah. Like he, he was he was getting quite into it. Dead animals? Yeah. But just, you know, small things, buffalo. If <laughs> <laughs> Horses, <laughs> elephants. Oh, yeah. goodness. The little stuff. Nothing major. That's all I got, though. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So Aaron, right, has Gem of the Week? Yes. This came out on DVD maybe last week. I I honestly don't remember. In the past few weeks that we weren't doing podcasts, um, it's called Green Room. And it, I I guess it qualifies as a gem because it made only $3 million (laughs) in its run in theaters. So, but it's been very well received by critics and audiences. It's got a... 7.2 7.2 on IMDb. Uh, it stars Anton Yelkin and um, Patrick Stewart. It's directed by, I don't know, there's a movie on YouTube. Jeremy uh, Saunier? Saunier, yeah. Sa- oh, yeah. Sorry. He directed on Netflix a movie called Blue Ruin that was really good, which is why I wanted to see this one. And it was pretty awesome. It's a pretty straightforward story. Uh, it all takes place in one uh, area, I guess. When, I think when, I remember seeing previews for this now that I think about it. The genre is crime, horror, music. The thing is... Music? Yeah, a punk rock band is forced to fight for survival after wis- witnessing a murder at a neo-Nazi skinhead we've, bar. We've mentioned oh, it a few yeah. times in the podcast. I, I remember yeah. previews for this movie. See, once you think about it, it comes like and it's, back to memory. It's not a deep story at all. It's literally just what you said. Well, it says horror, so of course it's not going to be deep. But it's not horror in a dumb way. It didn't seem like a movie that I would be interested in when I saw the previews. Yeah, I don't do scary, though. It's it's not necessarily scary. It's just tense, and it's very shocking and in-your-face awesome. And uh, Patrick Stewart plays a fantastic bad guy. Well, thanks for spoiling it. Yeah, I mean, geez. That's not a spoiler. It's in the trailers. <laughs> He's the bad guy. <laughs> it's in the trailers. No, oh my it's not. I've seen all the trailers. Thanks, you Mike. don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, green room. Oh, okay. So you just left and came back. You can't act like you know what's going on. <laughs> what? <laughs> that didn't just happen. Okay, my mistake. <laughs> I'm just hallucinating. Right. Okay, so speaking of hallucinations, kind of. Memento, right? Hell Let's of a review transition. That. <laughs> Better than I usually do. <laughs> Speaking of movies, Memento. That's yeah. Mike. Speaking, yeah. of, <laughs> speaking, speaking of, of movies, the, the Iron Giant. <laughs> check out this movie, Memento. It's like the same thing. Transitions aren't as hard as you guys make them out to be. They don't have to be related to each other. Yeah, it's true because hallucin- hallucinations are in no way related to Memento. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I was fooled. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, the movie um, came out in 2000. Has an 8.5 on IMDb, which is pretty above average. It's a mystery thriller. Um, the plot is a man creates a strange system to help him remember things so he can hunt for the murderer of his wife without his short-term memory loss being an obstacle. 
It stars Guy Pearce, Carrie Ann Moss, and Joe Pantoliano. Directed by Christopher Nolan, written by Christopher Nolan and Jonathan Nolan, who I assume is his brother. Yeah. Yep. Nolan okay. Brothers. And he actually, cool. yeah, Jonathan Nolan writes most of what Christopher Nolan does. This one, I think, though, was a Christopher Nolan short story. No, Jonathan Nolan. Was it a Jonathan story? And Christopher Nolan helped him uh, with screenplay. The screenplay. Yeah. Okay. Because I knew it was like a screen or a short story first, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So first thoughts. Uh, can I say something before? Oh. Um, I haven't watched it, but uh, another <laughs> another name uh, is Mark Boone Jr. He is uh, from... Uh, Batman Begins. Batman Begins, yes. Yep. He's also on... Uh, Which guy was that? The, the hotel uh, keeper oh, or whatever. okay. Front desk guy. He's Bert. also... Was he in Batman Begins? He's the guy that he held up upside down. Yeah. Where are the other Where drugs, are the drugs going? Donde los drugs? Uh, but he's also on the motorcycle show on FX. It, it, Sons of Anarchy? That's the one, yeah. Okay. He's huh. one of the main characters on that. Oh. So. so I guess people would recognize him. Yeah. Probably by, by face, by than, face rather alone. than name. Yeah, exactly. So the, uh, this movie is certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got a 92% from critics and a 94% from the audience. So Also very high. They're very, very close, which is not Which makes it common. even more interesting that it's apparently impossible to find it's nowhere if it's so critically acclaimed and i mean obviously with the following christopher nolan has after all the success you'd think it'd be available somewhere right or people are holding on to their copies and they don't want to sell it anywhere well they should at least have it streaming then since it's so good did you check youtube i did (laughs) i did and i uh actually i didn't check because you know you can rent and buy things from youtube yeah i didn't check that Okay. I checked to see if it was uploaded on, in <laughs> full on YouTube. I don't think it was. I've, I've gotten like three of our movies I that know. way. <laughs> like, oh, it goodness. only made 235000 opening weekend, and its budget was $9 million. So I don't know if that has anything to do with it. I don't think That's so. That's a very no. small budget. $9 million? That, This was his first uh, big film, I believe. This, well, yeah. That, right? If, Big in quotations, yeah. Yeah, well, you know what I mean. <laughs> not necessarily, not big in the the scope of his Batman trilogy or Interstellar, but yeah, yeah. So, uh, what were your initial thoughts, Lee? I liked it a lot, even though I kept asking Matt what was going on. But <laughs> well, it is confusing. It, it jumps it's a one lot. Of those movies that the second and third, whatever, so on and so on. The Watches. more you watch it, the easier it is to follow, and the the better it is because you have more of an understanding of. Of how to watch the movie, which sounds weird, but I totally get it's it. hard. There to are formulas on how online. to 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 well. keep everything in place. Yeah, because uh, I guess spoiler territory. The movie you're basically watching the movie in reverse, but which, it's it's they it's in reverse and moving forward, and in the middle they meet. So it, it, and it's weird because they alternate one segment from the end one segment from the beginning then they go back to a segment before the first end segment so it's like working backwards from one point and working forward from the other and they distinguish that with uh, black and white going forward and in color going in reverse and once they meet it all blends together in the middle which is a very unique I don't as far as I know this is the only movie that does it that way but you kind of have to because that's the only way the quote twist works right because the 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 twist is in the middle where those two meet 
it definitely would not have had the same effect with the memory if right, they had made right. it chronological. Would not have been as good. And at that's all. why it works because on first viewing, you're in the same place our main character is. He has no short term memory, so he's constantly trying to. Like, he has tattoos, he has tattoos, and leaves <laughs> notes for himself to remember things. And you're as confused as he is because you've got things going backwards, things going forward. They're not in chronological order, so you're trying to figure out what the heck is going on as he is. And that's what makes it work so well. So he's he's leaving um, clues behind to find he, something? Kind of. He, he takes pictures, like, okay. like Polaroids. So and- is this like the scene in Men in Black... Uh, when I don't like where you're going. Oh, <laughs> you know where I'm going, and uh, probably not. Probably Will nothing Smith's like that. Will character's like, yeah, this picture on the wall is pointing at the yep. pizza boxes, <laughs> and then the pizza boxes are pointing at the bottom of this shelf, and then he gets down on the shelf, and then <laughs> no. no, no, it's not. He like takes that, no. he I takes pictures, so. Polaroid pictures, and writes on them so that he knows what's going on, uh, like pictures of people and little notes on, uh, like. Trust says, him, don't, yeah, trust, don't her. trust him, or he says this, or do this, whatever. Um, he even has to take pictures of the hotel or motel, whatever that he's staying at, so he remembers where to go each night. And hmm. it's and his car, has and a, his, oh, his car, his is, in quotations, in air quotes, and his car, not, in yeah, quotations. The, the wife <laughs> part of it, his it's not a spoiler. You you know right off the bat what he's trying to do. He's trying to find and kill the person that raped and killed his wife john g and that's also during that incident he took a blow to the head and that's what happened to his memory so hippocampus damage that's where we start the movie is we know that information and then we have to learn simultaneously like what just happened and what's happened far in the past and it's it's hard to keep track of and whether or not what everyone is saying is true whether these flashbacks are believable or whatever because he says things like memory is an interpretation so that leaves you to think that he's not remembering like even um, memories before the injury correctly he he knows that people will take advantage of his i guess disability whatever you want to call it so the only thing he trusts are the facts and the facts that he write, puts on his body, tattoos, tattoos. on his body, or <laughs> writes on these pictures. And we don't know. That's all the viewer has to go on, too, is what he has written down as fact. And there is like a monologue at the end that's supposed to tie it all together, but there's a lot of ambiguity over whether or not it can be trusted. And can I just say that he's like hella disorganized. He's like hella <laughs> disorganized seriously Hella. upside down tattoos pictures well, so everywhere can, like so make a binder and, and read it get like, some file tabs and some index cards did you not he, see yeah, his he file? also he also said he keeps telling us the story about the guy that sammy may or sammy may not jenkins. be real sammy yeah. jenkins and he took notes basically just scrambled his brain with all the notes he was trying to take so well, that's why you organize them well yeah I was it's sitting there watching the movie. Character. If it's a female character, you know she'd have like a Rolodex. Of it. <laughs> she'd solve it in 10 minutes. I was telling movie Matt, over. I was like, this is how I would do this. <laughs> and I'm sitting here thinking, yeah, no, that, what he's doing makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Random notes everywhere. Good luck. <laughs> he's like, I have a system. I know where everything goes. Yeah, you I don't get system. it, but I got it. I don't have a computer, <laughs> which would make it so much easier. That's fine. I just oh, use tattoos. Oh, gosh. I'm not even the one making that ma- that bad of jokes today. 
It's um, the tattoo that's boy. That's how you say it. That's how Bob's Burger taught me how to say oh tattoo. Oh, my God. Please, please don't ever say it like that again. Tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just wish you'd call it tattoo. Yeah, please. What am I saying? <laughs> All right. So now I'm thinking about we, Bob's Burgers. Do we go into spoilers now? I mean, I guess we can start it's, with the other obvi- the, the other stuff we usually get into, cinematography, acting, before we actually dive into the spoilers, and then sure. maybe Mike can... I don't know if we want to spoil it for Mike or for the viewers if they haven't seen it. Because this is one kind of like the usual well, suspect. I mean, we, 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 I mean, we do spoilers anyway. So well, yes, if but you, we can hold it off until the end. Yeah. Least, so yeah. so, so uh, acting, I guess. Yes. Acting uh, was yes. The acting was yes. It was pretty <laughs> yes. Uh, it was yes. It was, I don't know. It wasn't like there was anything great, nothing standout, but it was not anything that took away from the movie. That's fair. Like, I I wouldn't say that there are any, like, I don't know, A-plus performances. But I think Natalie's character did above average. There, Just there, how well she was... There's that one scene in particular where she switches from one mood to another mood yes. in 10 seconds. That and was, then it all, like, hits you. It's like, oh, yeah. she's mean. That? Yeah. I guess that it's performance... It's like super fast switch. It was very good, but I don't know that there was anything usually... Like, this is such a story-driven movie that it's relying on, I guess, kind of deception and and the way it's told rather than the performances of the characters. Yeah. But it's not like you're sitting there saying, man, these guys are awful. Because Guy Pierce usually isn't a leading man, but he handled it well and I thought was just fine as the lead character. Um, uh, what's his name? Pantoliano was fine. Yeah, I guess. That's, that's a, a good descriptor. I mean, and that's, that's how you can pretty much sum up every yeah. actor in this movie. They <laughs> yeah. were fine, I guess. Yeah. The, the, so, solid B performances, but nothing nothing that'll hit it out of the park. And that's, I mean, really the only, the only thing for me that's just absolutely stellar about this movie is the story. That's it's the, the writing o- itself. That's the only thing that keeps you engaged because, like, the acting is only okay. The cinematography was only okay. Um, there were no like big action set pieces cause it's a thriller. Uh, so it's, it's just, but that, that, that story is so good that once you can and not, not figure only... out like that, it's moving backwards and forwards right. at the same time. Like there, there was a part maybe about an hour in where I got lost and I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> what's going on now? That's why I say, if you watch it twice, understanding it, because it's not just the writing that's so great. It's the way they took the story, broke it into pieces, and told it non-linearly, which makes it so much better than if you just told the story straightforward. They so did I think have... the decision to do that was the best part of the movie and what made the movie as great as it was. Mm-hmm. On the special features, apparently there is a virgin where you could... A virgin. A virgin. <laughs> There's a virgin in the I, special. I'm features. gonna have to I pick up about the, that. Uh, you can watch it linearly yeah. in chronological order. I don't think really? I'd like it. I don't think honestly. It would be. No. And maybe if you've seen it a lot and you want to just understand all the details in order and have a better. Grasp like if you're having it, a really hard time yeah. getting it, then yeah. But I mean, it. You're almost. You're not supposed to get it. Right. Though. That's the thing with because like when I when I got lost um, and I couldn't understand like what was happening, it was. Uh, right around that time where Natalie like starts being mean to him, and I was like, "Wait a minute! So is she really the bad guy, or yep. is is Teddy the bad? Like, what what's going on? Are they in cahoots with each other? I don't trying un- to figure out how the story is. B- 
being laid out and trying to figure out the motives of all of the characters surrounding the lead character all at the same time and it is hard at points to especially on first viewing it's confusing as heck because you're not told outright how the story is being laid out you just kind of has to click and then you're saying okay i know what we're doing here now so it's different than anything you've ever watched before worth it though all right why is everybody staring at me in the room because uh i'm the only one here who hasn't watched it i wanted you to really know that it's worth it i just wanted to look at your face cool (laughs) okay the sun a lot uh yes got a lot of sun today (laughs) anyway (laughs) uh cinematography so did the black and white color switching up make sense to you guys because like there was there were times when leonard was black and white but in sammy's spot so i don't know if that was supposed to be obvious or not because when they were in the psych ward kind of near the end of the movie you see sammy sitting in the chair and a nurse walks by and all of a sudden it's leonard in the chair and leonard at some point is tapping on the insulin syringe and like little things like that like super split second like it's leonard instead well that's because did you guys catch that yeah th- well we're gonna go into spoilers now mike <laughs> spoiler <laughs> territory yeah, yeah if you're if you're wanting to view this with uh, yeah. no idea of what's going on you can i'll probably bounce out all right, all right. bye bye never Have forget a you show we will come get you when we're no longer talking spoilers all right when uh, you're wrapping up the show yeah so right. it turns out this whole village it was in modern times. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. The oh village is god. such a terrible movie. Oh Bye Mike. Bye. Okay, so I I guess to to tell the story in a way that makes sense is this guy's trying to find out find John G who raped and killed his wife. As far as we know. As far as we know. And the big reveal that we're supposed to believe is that he already did and this is just some big charade that uh, Teddy is putting on to try to put his mind at ease because he forgot that he already did yeah and the thing about that already did is we have that picture of him looking all triumphant shirtless in the dark Mm -hmm. that Polaroid and he's pointing at a blank spot on his chest which is where the tattoo that says I've done it yeah because he said earlier in the movie somebody asked him how are you going to remember if you do do it and he said Doo-doo. Maybe I'll, yeah, doo-doo. <laughs> he said, maybe I'll get a tattoo. Maybe I'll put it right here. I'm pointing exactly. So we have that proof, but he doesn't because he's forgotten. Yeah, yeah. So it's. And so I was confused about the John G thing. Like you got attacked, hit in the head. How do you know these this guy's name? Also, he thought there were two attackers. So I actually looked it up. Do you know about the John G thing, Aaron? Well, as far like, as what 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 John like, G thing are you talking about? Like how he knew that's the name he was looking for. Oh well, don't they explain it in the movie? Did they? Because if they did, I totally missed it. I'm not sure exactly where you're going. I don't know. <laughs> oh. Well, go ahead and read yeah. what you have there. And... Okay, this was on the IMDb trivia. It says Jimmy G is the name used by Doctor Oliver Sacks to refer to one of his patients in the book The Man Who Mistook His Wife for a Hat. Jimmy G suffers from retrograde and enterograde amnesia and is incapable of forming new memories just as Leonard is. Throughout the movie, Leonard is in search of a man whose name could be John or James G, and in fact, one of his victims is one such Jimmy G. So my thought is that maybe just like knowing about this kind of thing from researching his Sammy Jenkins, maybe John G just kind of came to him and he 
stuck with it just like subconsciously. Well, but the thing is, is that Sammy Jenkins is something that he made up. Yeah, like, I thought he just stole from Sammy Jenkins' story. No, he is it, Sammy. He, like he put a face to his own story. Yeah, because oh. his his wife is the one who had diabetes, and he, do we know that? Yes, because he fought that. Because that's Teddy explains all of that at the at the end. And as far as are we supposed to trust Teddy? I trust that Teddy is what he's supposed to be when we get that reveal. What about all the drug stuff, the money stuff? Is Teddy into He's, that too? No, I, from what I understand, Teddy got okay. So Teddy is actually a cop. That's I think they a fact. they verified okay. that. So Teddy's the cop trying to help Leonard. Basically, Teddy got uh, Natalie's boyfriend killed by Leonard. To, so Teddy used Natalie's boyfriend as basically a way to try to get Leonard to be get past his whole find him and kill him thing and made money on the side, the drug money. Yep. And then Natalie turned it around and used Leonard against Teddy, telling Leonard that Teddy was John G and that he's the one that needs to be killed. Which so technically he is a John he G. He is a John G, yes. So they were in cahoots, but then ended up not in cahoots. They, they weren't in cahoots. I'm not sure why Natalie turned it around on, because t- like, because Natalie found out, Natalie knew that her boyfriend was going to meet a guy named Teddy. Right. But she, she found out who it was and turned the tables to get Teddy killed for killing her boyfriend. Oh, okay. That makes so sense. So they're both using Leonard and his disability to their advantage to get something they want. Teddy wanted to kill this drug dealer that nobody would care about and get away with all the money. Natalie wanted to use Teddy's own weapon, Leonard against Teddy to kill him for killing her boyfriend. So it's very convoluted. Yes. This movie is very convoluted. I don't know why he didn't stop her from hiding all the pens when she just barged in and immediately put all the pens in her purse. No, when he he was watching her put all the pens in her purse. Like she went to the desk, she put the pen cup in her purse. And I, I, hey, don't put all those. I need one. Like, I don't know. Come on, I think Leonard. there was just a rush of information and he finally figured out what the heck was going on and wanted to write it down for himself but Ugh. and that but that scene was one of the best that's not even the twist that's just one twist where we find out Natalie's motives and I like how they showed that from the way it was going in reverse because we see his reaction to Natalie's uh, mood that she's in and then we go back to the scene before that Mm -hmm. we see the complete opposite so you have two scenes that are complete opposite but you react differently because you're finding out which information is true but he has no idea which what's going on because he's writing himself notes that he takes to be fact that are misleading him Mm -hmm. and us as we're watching so yeah i was confused i'm still confused it's yeah it's still very (laughs) and i googled it i've seen it three times (laughs) and i'm confused there are parts of it that kind of don't make sense like you said i don't i don't remember if they addressed how he got put onto the name john g in the first place was that i think teddy said he just made it up because how many john g's are there and he wanted to try to get the leonard to get past this whole obsession that could be it i don't exactly remember how he got 
how he came up with John G. I think it was Teddy that I think put it, him onto it. I think it was because it's, just, it's right. a common enough. Yes, that there are so many, and Teddy's like, well, hell, even I'm a John G. So and that's how. Why would he Natalie, pick his own name though? Like eventually, after you see all these pictures, and right, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess he could have picked like. So is Teddy John just like any a other letter except G, <laughs> <laughs> right? Is Teddy just a bad cop then? Because yes. he's letting him just go around and kill who knows how many people with random drug information stuff. Yes, speckled it, he, in. he is dirty. Ugh, dirty cops. But the reveal is, and then you talked about that monologue right after the reveal, mm-hmm. where. I guess Leonard is convincing himself. He's erasing all the evidence of what he just did and convincing himself to live the life that he like. Because he just likes erase puzzles that completely or from whatever. his memory. He needed something to live for. Like the only thing that's keeping him going is the hunt for John G. And that's where we get him chasing after, I guess, Teddy as John G. Very that's, obviously like you're my John G now. Like, yeah, I thought that was a really cool moment. But then we know at the at the beginning slash end of the movie <laughs> uh, that he ends up killing Teddy and he takes a picture of it. So I wonder, I mean, it's all speculation, but like, what do you think happens from there? Like, does he end up burning? Yeah, that he burns that picture and just I don't know. starts the cycle over. Because you would imagine if that's how he reacted the first time when he killed Natalie's boyfriend, thinking it was John G. He... If the only thing that's keeping him sane and keeping him going is this hunt for John G, I don't think he would get any satisfaction out of knowing that he did it. So right. you think I would assume he just has to keep doing it. He would go back to whatever nursing home. Whether or not he kills home. anybody else again, it's just the fact that he has that repetition and that, that routine of wake up, try to find information, write down what you take as fact. So I think he, he'll always have that hunt, but I I don't know. I don't know why he took a picture or what how that would serve him in the future. Memento 2. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God that's not a thing. <laughs> 16 or 17 years later, let's get on it. I mean, they've waited longer before doing a sequel. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. <laughs> it's not also, a sequel. It's a reboot. Not, Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of looking for, like interviews with Christopher Nolan to see if maybe he explained it and he doesn't he goes back and forth just so you know I think he because didn't he do that with Inception he just toys with the audience by yes. giving answers just to lead him one way and then says something else to lead him the other he was like well why don't why doesn't anybody trust Teddy he's like, like he, trust Teddy but then he's like we can't trust Teddy and he's Matt McNeil's nemesis he's like oh McNeil hates ambiguity let's just do that <laughs> all the time right <laughs> What are you doing, Matt? Kicking stuff? Wasn't me. Noises. (laughs) So other than the story and the reveal and the way it's handled, obviously that's excellent because it is such a confusing, convoluted story to begin with. It's fun to think about. And you scramble it up. I know it's got big numbers on IMDb, big ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. That, for me, is really the only great part of the movie. Nothing else stands out as great or even... I would Anything agree because other there, than average because there there are other movies that do this kind of thing, um, not necessarily within the same genre, but that that do it. I don't want to say better, 
but do it differently in like a 50 way first that, dates well in the, the, <laughs> well, i was gonna say like vantage point oh right okay um, where it's you're showing the same thing multiple times but it's okay. in, instead of like one story going in reverse and forward and like the whole thing converging somewhere in the middle it's 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 one story seen five times seen from five different perspectives <laughs> yep. and it's so like that, that and that's it's and even cool even the amnesiac that. story that's not a new thing the right the uh the guy with no memory i mean it's born identity was the same i mean to a whole nother level he's a trained killer oh yeah but the same thing where you're getting bits and pieces of information as you go along because the character is getting that information this is told different because of the way it's going back and forth but it's still essentially the same thing we are in the dark because our main character doesn't have any information. Right. And I, I think the way that they are telling the story is the only thing that really saves it. I think if, if this movie were linear, yep. it would be super boring. I agree. Because then you take away any impact of what we get at the end, which leaves you on a high note. That's a great reveal, a great twist, would just be in the middle and you get the rest of the movie. I don't know. It just kind of seems the way it's pieced together and the way we figure everything out at the right time works. If it wasn't that way, it wouldn't. You still don't figure everything out, though. It leaves. I don't know. It it'll stay with me. This movie will. I think that's pretty good. Do you yeah. think you would ever watch it again? Oh yeah. I kind of want to watch it linear. I say <laughs> you should watch it again yeah. because. I mean, I don't know how much time you spent at the beginning trying to figure out what the heck is going on because you've got two different stories going two different ways, bits and pieces of it. So it's very hard to get a grasp right away of what's going on. I also really liked watching how the notes on his pictures got to be there. That was fun for me. Like the cross out on Natalie. I was really curious what that was going to be. Or what made him write, don't trust this guy on Teddy's picture. And that didn't seem based on any facts either. That was just like his instinct that told him not to listen to Teddy. So I think that's interesting. I did a little bit of research on the injury he had. And by a little bit of research, I mean, I looked at one web (laughs) page. So (laughs) she, uh, web MD'd and terrograde amnesia. Well, apparently this is actually symptoms. That's what always happens on WebMD. Every time you look at also cancer, you're dying. (laughs) It's like, oh, my uh, leg itches. Oh, you have leg cancer. (laughs) Sorry, you're a goner. Well, I was gonna say that apparently this is a very, well, not very, relatively accurate portrayal of anterograde amnesia and just like the existential dread that comes with it, and the confusion and the inability to trust yourself or anybody else, and um, I guess real life people who've had this, his name is Clive Wearing. Apparently there's a whole movie about him. And so if you're interested in learning more, Memento? yeah, Memento, yep. real life story. Goes around just killing people. <laughs> hey, what's your name? John, what's your last name? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, sorry, buddy. <laughs> well, I think, and I liked how the movie played on this disability, the way this guy's meeting the same person for the third time and saying, well, I have this thing with my memory, like trying to explain. And then he realizes, oh, wait, I can tell I've told you this already. And people are just trying to play with him and, and see. Like with the rent. Yeah. Yes. They, or or whatever. Or yeah. in the bar, how Natalie is testing. That was so mean. Well, I mean, with you have spit. to kind of see. It sounds made up. It sounds like something that couldn't be possible. I feel like that'd be hard to fake, though, if well, you were the one trying to do it. Absolutely, but 
I thought it was fun how they tried to mess with it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of faking, there's this really fun theory uh, about Finding Nemo that Dory is faking having oh, short-term gee. memory loss, uh, and it's super interesting. Thanks for that. Yeah. Did Dory kill her husband because... <laughs> she might have. I don't know. Because he had diabetes and <laughs> needed shots. Can fish get diabetes? Yeah. P. Sherman, 42, Wallaby Way, Sydney. Okay. Yeah, that's her John G. <laughs> She's hunting down that address. So I guess I, there's not, I don't have anything else to say about the movie other than it's fantastic. Watch it. Watch it more than once once you figure out what the heck is going on. Find the linear version if you need to. Which I, from what I heard, the rumor is that it's hard to access because you have to solve riddles or puzzles or something to unlock I thought it was that. just like in a special features thing. What I read online is you need to get through, jump through hoops to be able to see that. Really? I don't know if that's actually true. That'd be dumb. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'll test it. You test it. You still have my movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'll get around to that. Should we bring back Mike to rate it? What do you think Michael will Sure, it? he'll say some dumb stuff to end the show. Cool, uh, You cool. guys can uh, blabber for about two minutes. I'll be back. Blabber, 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 blabber. All right, oh, okay, Mike, cool. what did you rate this movie? <laughs> Seven. Okay. At least. We're not going to count that towards our number. Though. I'm counting it. I'm not counting it. Okay. Okay. Matt, why don't you start? Well, are we recording? Yes. yes. Oh, she, never, she never stopped. She's I like, never stopped. She so started, she's like, Matt, it. we need to go to the grocery store after this. I'm like, oh, did you pause the recording? She's like, I no. was making a joke. You're, oh. you're going to have a lot of work to do, Mike. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm going to have to go through all the no, spoilers to get it. it. Oh, you did? <laughs> kind of. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> have fun. Yeah. Mike's like, I'm just going to leave it in. Yeah. Uh, guess you have to watch Memento tonight. Well, I right. guess I will start then. Um, I'm going to give this movie an 8.75. Um, it, the story is really, really good. Uh, the way they told it is original. Um, everything else about it is only okay. Uh, if, if, if the story were told in any other different way, it would not get this high of a rating, but it's, it's such a unique type of storytelling that I can't give it anything less. Okay. I guess I'll go next. I give this movie an eight and a half again, based solely on the way it was told. Uh, the acting could there could have been a lot more of a punch to most of the reveals because of what he learns about himself and what actually happened but it seemed like it was just kind of emotionally blank where and maybe that's because of his memory loss he knows I mean but still you would think just gut reaction to that type of situation would be a little more the acting wasn't anything special cinematography there weren't any amazing shots there were some good shit and but the, just the way it was handled was the best part of it so i give it an eight and a half it's absolutely unique and also because of this movie we got uh batman begins and the dark knight so thank you memento and Thanks, nobody memento. cares about dark knight rises right that's why i only said the first two right <laughs> I, I or interstellar i kind of care about the dark knight rises I wasn't as much of a fan as... You just like the Bane voice. It's all you <laughs> like about that movie. Oh, right. yes. Jeez. I was wondering That's if the number one reason I wish that movie didn't exist. Then Mike couldn't do that to us. Right? Well, I have verification that at least one person listens for the Bane impressions. Look at that. 
I have fans. Well, <laughs> I have fans. Been waiting for three weeks. Come on, bring back the well, Welcome back to the show. Yes. Oh, oh goodness. All right, so Shalee, your your rating. I give this movie a nine. Ooh. We always, we've all known that I'm very easy to please, but this is like an objectively good movie. I did really like the story. It's going to stick with me a while. I keep finding myself thinking about it. It's only been like four days, but still, I'm just, I love the ambiguity and the th- way things can go either direction and change everything. And I think it was done really well, even though, you know, it definitely it didn't need it acting or cinematography. You, I guess it didn't. No. And no, it's all above average. It's not anything that takes away from it, but it could have been better if those parts had been better. So it could have been better if it was better. <laughs> it could have been better if the parts that yes, you're right. <laughs> you get, if only yeah. it were better. Saying, if though. only the movie were better, it would be so much better. But you can <laughs> tell it's an oak but, tree by the way that it is. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those movies that we always seem to. It's been a while since we've had a movie like this where you can't really nitpick anything for being bad. There aren't any glaring holes in the story. There aren't any awful acting scenes or any right. awful shots. I agree. But it's, you know, that <laughs> So I, I mean, what's that average? Like 8.75? 8. 8. 8. Yep. I was doing it and then I and typed all the numbers wrong. Yeah. And then I was like, well, thank God I don't have to do the calculation on this. But yes, 8.75. That's, that's how puts it up there. Upper that's echelon. echelon. That's a nice round number. Not, not anything like 8.12573. Right. I think that's top five though for uh, overall scores. Probably. It's right up there. It probably right helps there. that only three of us watched it. I don't, I think, it all, to be honest, I don't think anybody would have rated it much lower than we would have rated it. So well, it's you, probably right in the area. It is a good you movie, You think though. that, but you never know. Yeah, yeah like, I guess you're right. Johnny and Brent may have hated it. Who knows? Johnny rated it too. I just I, know it. I don't find right. Johnny disliking this movie, though. Yeah. Like, this is like the intellectual type, the piecing the puzzle together as you watch. I think that would be right up his alley. So I, I, I just the way you've described it, I think you're probably right in that capacity. But well, what are our movies for next week, Schley? Uh, Miss Host Lady, The Reverend. Right? <laughs> yep, we're doing The Reverend. No, no, The that Revenant. <laughs> we're doing um, The Reverend. Yeah, so this is actually Aaron's pick, right? Um, but we're it's also in the randomizer, so we're just kind of two and one. Yeah, killing kill two birds Bogo. with one stone. Yeah. Two little birds with one big stone. That's I don't do appreciate Two your bird-killing bird talk. <laughs> and a, no. Yeah. A buffalo. We're, we're killing two Leos with a giant grizzly. <laughs> oh, God. I'm actually surprised it's taken us this long to review this movie, to be honest. I, I mean, it's been in the randomizer, so it's had its chances. <laughs> but I, I, I didn't want to wait for it because, a spoiler, I love this movie now. It's one of my new faves. Yeah, oh I said faves. God. Mm. Can I make a confession? I opened the randomizer to see what was in there to make sure I added a movie. And as soon as you open it, it randomizes for you. And the Fast and Furious came up. And oh. I got to ignore it. Hell. Because, <laughs> no. because I wasn't not... actively looking for a randomizer. Right. I was like, yes, go back to the bottom. <laughs> oh. Well, get back in the pile. I don't know pile. if it's necessarily bottom, but. Oh, it is a randomizer. Yeah. But I, yeah, it felt pretty good to be able to skip that at least <laughs> once more. Well, <laughs> you, you have the other pick. Yeah. Week, yes. So I had to remember well, it before we go uh, past the Revenant. Uh, could we get a rundown of year? Obviously, it came out in 2015. 
It yeah, but, uh, I think this should be fresh in most people's minds after the Oscars. I know that. I was, was going to say if you haven't if you haven't heard computer. of the movie that Leo finally right. got his Leo's Oscar, Oscar for, uh, right? But yeah, I think that's just important to to bring up, you know. Yeah. Because um, it was, it's a, an Alejandro Iñárritu movie, and um, some may say that Leo's Oscar was undeserved. Not, not, not undeserved. Not undeserved, but his his not other his, performances. Not they just better. picked yeah. a weird time. He's to had give it other to performances him. that deserved it more than this. Yeah, but that's not saying that it's undeserved. It yeah. has Tom Hardy and Will Poulter in it too. Speaking of deserved an Oscar, hashtag yeah. Tom Hardy was hashtag better than overacting. any nomination this yeah. year. Yeah. So. Oh. Yeah, uh, yes. That's <laughs> wondering if you would follow me. That's actually how country. he talks the entire movie. That's two Bane impressions an episode. I'm surprised that bear didn't kill him. <laughs> kind of, actually, but more French. No. Oh, goodness. Uh, French? He's a French trapper. No. Bull. He speaks with, like, a Northeast accent. Is it not? I thought, I thought it was Maryland. I thought it was French. No, you're absolutely wrong. But anyways, then <gasps> is... Ooh, so I just saw her pick. My pick... Because I want to see choices. you guys cry, is yeah. oh, you, the fountain. You will yep. see me cry. Oh hell no! Such I a good movie. I have not seen it, but I hear you cry a yep. lot. This okay. is one of three movies that'll do it too. Matt me. teared up. He didn't shed any tears. No, I have. He yet got to, very emotional. He punch himself in the arm. <laughs> Don't you cry? <laughs> I, I have yet to actually cry at a movie, but this is one of three oh movies that does. He get was me close. Our best friend cried. He was just like bawling. Oh yeah, like my buddy David uh, is in oh. tears every time. He Way watches to throw this movie. David under the bus, yeah. Matt. Yeah. David, Cry, baby David, David doesn't listen. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I know he's not. David, if you're listening to this one, man up. <laughs> oh, that's so mean. Don't okay. even because you know you've seen this three times and you'll still start. Right. But okay. I don't cry. I don't. I don't Matt, like. People don't know what the movie's about yet. Like a baby. <laughs> the movie's about like a baby. Yes. Million dollar baby. No. Oh. What's Another movie? sad movie. It came out in 2006. It stars huge jacked man, Rachel Weiss, Weiss, Sean Patrick Thomas. Is it Weiss or is it Weiss? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Pick one. Director is Darren Aronofsky. Uh, the plot is as a modern day scientist, Tommy is struggling with mortality, desperately searching for the medical breakthrough that will save the life of his cancer stricken wife, Which, Izzy. That's only one third of the movie. Yeah, there, there it's three, this storyline, yeah. but in like three ways. Yeah, you want to talk about a confusing movie. Uh, it's one of the storylines isn't exactly enthralling. The other two are pretty good. It's weird. You'll this see. Isn't it. Is, is it kind of like the place beyond the pines? I kind of no, want to no, no, ask no, no, you no. which which storyline you think, but we'll wait. We'll wait until yeah. Let's wait till we're done, uh, yeah. or either yeah. done with this episode or done watching it. I have to say though, this is the movie that I think wasn't this in the Prestige out right around the same time, where you just watch it and you're like, man, uh, Hugh what, Jackman. What can year act. was this? I, 2006, 2006. I th- and let me look up when the prestige came out the prestige was 2008 2006 it, i just looked it prestige up. It was, is 2006 too yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. so yeah this this was the year i love Hugh jackman I just, though i never did even acknowledge him as that good of an actor though because you never see it but this and the prestige were two movies that will blow you away is the, this he, especially his performance in this oh he is his performance in this is so good doesn't he do awesome in Les Mis yes, yes. well that's recent though he's saying well, like when I mean, he realized he I guess, which yeah. uh, oddly enough Les Mis is another one that'll get you some man tears that's, going that's the second of my got some I've seen it on Broadway or whatever four times and I can't get enough but I don't like the movie so much my huh. little tangent so, yeah the Hugh Jackman oh, like in the, the fountain is, so is probably one of my favorite 
acting performances ever. I try awesome. and get like everyone to watch this movie, so I'm excited to make you guys watch yeah, it. Awesome. I, I'm, I'm excited to watch going it. going to see if Shane wants to get involved with this so that we have... He hates this movie. Does Why? He, like, my level we'll of love for this movie, spoiler again, is only matched by his <laughs> hatred for this movie. So, Does he hate emotions? Yeah. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> a little bit. All right. All right. Well, before we go, just a reminder to subscribe, rate, review on iTunes. That helps us get out there. Um, Twitter, at Nothing Real, spelled R-E-E-L. I tweet sometimes. Sometimes. I tweet sometimes. (laughs) On Facebook, we're Nothing But Real Reviews and More. And real is spelled like a movie. I I was showing a couple of people I worked with, and they were spelling it the wrong way, and they're like, I can't find it. I'm it's like, punny, you guys. Well, no. you know, if they ever listen to the show, they would know how to spell it. But they yeah. can't listen to the show if they can't find it. You learn how to it. spell <laughs> the words lethargic and the word real in right. our podcast. Yeah, yeah lethargicmedia at gmail.com. Yeah, send us movie requests. Wait, Mike, how do you spell it? Uh, lethargic is indeed spelled like the word lethargic. So. And we're recently on Google Play Music. I don't have a Google phone, so I don't know... But I, apparently you can find our podcast I on Google do, Play now. Awesome. I, don't, I mean, I have an Android, so I have Google Play, but I haven't sat down to take the time to find it but i'm somewhere sure somewhere uh, just yeah. it's google there. the name of the podcast it comes up you'll find yeah. us so. and yeah, podbean awesome. too in case you don't want to download it and you just want to stream which is what i still do podbean yeah. that's perfect. the only thing that works at work that's so. perfect uh, that's what i do too yeah awesome but seriously those likes those follows those subscriptions we they help get a lot a, uh, another review um i believe on itunes oh yeah uh, yeah the, the, guy the from review another five like out of five I, I, I don't know i don't know i was gonna say are we still perfect I we no were. It was as another far guy like at work. He was ago. like, "Hey, I reviewed you guys." I was oh, like, "Awesome!" Rad. So yeah. I kind of want to check into this yeah. real quick. Well, just keep talking. Let her look okay. it up. Talk, talk, talk. <laughs> uh, you know the best part about this show. Okay, so wait, hold <laughs> on. We've been away for three weeks. Uh, I know we kind of want to save some gems of the week for later, but did anybody see anything that was great, noteworthy in the past three weeks that we want to get out to the viewers? I mean, I I rewatched uh, Final Fantasy Advent Children recently, which I. Love that movie. I, I really like that so movie too. Much. It's so good. It's kind of it? hard if you haven't played the games. Uh, obviously, Final Fantasy Advent Children. Not not the not, uh, the, spirits not the spirits within. Not the one that doesn't have <laughs> anything have no to do with Final Fantasy. Any of these. Uh, Final Fantasy. The Ad- Advent Children is a movie that's set like directly after the events of Final Fantasy VII. Of course, because apparently that's like the, the most popular. That's the most popular right. one. Yeah. Um, and even even if you don't. Like, it, it helps if you've played the game, or at least if you're aware of the game. Um, but even if you haven't played through it, it's still an enjoyable movie. Like, there there are some things that are, like, specifically referencing what happened in the game that you, that you might be like, what? But, like, overall... They kind of explain it enough for you to tag mm-hmm. along. Yeah. it's And it's super good. Is it on Netflix? It was. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Um, I don't know if it still is. Another thing, this isn't a gem, uh, but on the plane ride, I was able to watch Creed. Uh, which, new, uh, yeah, another Oscar nominated. An, uh, yeah, so I, I wouldn't definitely wouldn't count that as a, a gem worthy film. Great movie though. Did Hell, he? The people were kind of up in arms that he didn't win. Stallone. Uh, Stallone. Um, who? Who? Uh, Mark the, Rylance won, right? Rylance from, from uh, Bridge of Spies. Right. Yeah. Um, I think this. I have no problems with Rylance winning. Um, I, but I think this is one of the best performances. But if it was the Stallone. other way around, you wouldn't have a problem either. If right, Stallone, exactly. Okay. Like, I think it was it was a close race. And honestly, I think Tom Hardy should have won out of all of them. Because I just I just love that performance. Well, I still think... We'll the, get to that next week. Yeah. But I still think yes. the Fastbender should have won Best Actor, but that's just me. For 
Fast Bender. Oh, for the Danish the, girl. No, the what? Apple movie. The the yeah, it's Steve Jobs. It? Steve Jobs. With who is it? The Danish girl. That's Boy. the lame is guy. Yeah. No. I don't remember his name. But that was Russell Crowe. Nope. No. <laughs> no. Anyway, so no. do we have that review? Yes. We are still 100% five stars. Awesome. Nice. Awesome. You, so he, keep it going, friends. Did you mention any Great of review. us by name? You know, like okay. Mike is awful host, but otherwise five <laughs> stars. Cool. <laughs> we actually have a two-in-one. It's a review and a request. So oh. thanks, awesome. Mike. Now I can add that to the awesome, randomizer. Awesome, awesome, Another thing to keep pushing uh, the Furious 7 down. <laughs> <laughs> the, the more right. the more requests we get, the less likely we are to have to <laughs> review Fast and Furious. Right. Oh my gosh. Okay. A favorite thing of mine to do is introduce friends to a movie classic and watch slash hear their reaction. So listening to reviewers discuss a movie like The Usual Suspects is cool. I hope you guys continue viewing older films. Please review John Carpenter's The Thing. Peace. Oh, oh yeah. He, Shane one, doesn't show up for the fountain. We have to get him here for the thing. Does he hate the thing? No. That's yeah. one of his top movies. Oh, ever. Okay. That okay. that's been like every single time my pick comes up, I've always been tempted to do the thing because I love that movie. Yeah. He, he we we stopped and talked after work for like forty five minutes one day and uh he was like, Yeah, dude, you gotta see the thing. Shane is I don't know like what the thing huge, is. huge Kurt Russell fan. So if we if I can't get him to uh, spew hatred for the uh, the fountain, maybe we can get him to <laughs> to show some love for the thing. And that one I love a good hate has, fountain. That one has been on Netflix for months. I don't know if it's still on there, but if it is, then we all know where we can get it, and we yeah. won't have to search for it. Yeah. Cool, cool. So are we done? Am I done? Uh, How'd I do? Almost. Oh. One more thing. Uh, the Usual Suspects podcast. We were talking about an actor, and I couldn't remember his name. Uh, and thankfully, the guy at work was like, dude, it's this guy. And the answer is Daniel Day-Lewis. So for everyone who's been <laughs> on a cliffhanger for speaking, three weeks. Speaking, speaking of the usual suspects, sorry, I just remembered another thing. While I was in while I was in uh, Wisconsin for vacation, we watched uh, a Kevin Spacey movie called oh, yeah. The Ref. Yeah. Really and good. That's definitely a gem because that movie is hilarious. Like Kevin Spacey, again, just kills it. But Dennis Leary is also in that movie. Oh, goodness. And he, Dennis Leary is hilarious, hilarious in this movie. In that movie. Like, oh. usually, usually Dennis Leary is really over the top. And he's, yeah. he's kind of over the top in this movie. He's like super not, cynical, and I love it. Y- like, you know how every Dennis, mo- uh, Dennis Leary movie has, like, the Dennis Leary rant where yeah. he just goes on for five minutes yeah you don't get that until like the very end of the movie so right. it's but like, it's timed well yeah right. so it's, it's like the whole movie i was uh, i was waiting for it and then like right before the credits roll it's the dennis leary rant and i'm like Goodness. okay that's that's a good time for it that's funny so, extra yeah, gem the ref go Bonus watch it gem. um anything else guys that's it welcome back yeah everybody we'll see you next week yeah for sure end the show tell your friends thanks matt yeah hey guys Oh, big golfs, huh? All right. Well, see you later. Good day, sir! You're a... Sir, I said good day! Yeah. See ya. Hasta la vista, baby. This has been the Nothing But Real Reviews and More podcast. A special thanks to Jordan Binder. Yeah. Linger, man. Yeah, totally. Linger. Hardcore.